everybody. Welcome back to We Big Tennessee. Glad to have you guys listening again. I know it's been a couple weeks with the holiday and all, um, and there's been a lot going on um, and a lot coming up for both Tennessee chapters. And, you know, on the heels of Trent Safety Stand Down and Trent Safety Month, which is, you know, a big deal for, for NUCA and for our entire industry, because um, as you've heard me say, you know, the, the, the rate of trench collapse is happening um, in our industry is ridiculous. Uh, there, there's no reason these things should be happening. We, uh, you know, it, it, it's just, I've talked about it on here a, a bunch before and, and especially here recently on the heels of our trench safety events and everything that's going on. Um, it, they're just things that should not be happening. Uh, and they continue to happen. And, you know, something sparked me the other day on LinkedIn. I was looking at uh, a post Eric Jaguar made and anybody who knows Eric's story, he was buried in a trench collapsed and I mean, he died and was revived and still, you know, now lives to tell the story, but in the horrors that, that occurred that day and have continued to occur throughout his life. And, you know, just from that experience, it's a very powerful and, and moving experience. Um, so if you don't know Eric's story, look him up on LinkedIn and uh, get in touch with him. I've had him speak to my company twice. Uh, United Rentals does a bunch of work with him. Uh, so find that story. But, <clears throat> you know, he, he made a, a post on LinkedIn the other day that said there were, um, and I'm not looking at the post right now, so don't quote me completely. It's It was five or six trench collapses in a matter of seven days. And that got me to thinking. You know, you guys have heard me talk about the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the uh, Google alerts that I get on trench collapses. And so I went back through my email and started researching and, and realized that from June 1st through July 12th that I have received an email on a trench collapse nearly every day. I mean, guys, that's a month and a half worth of trench collapse emails every day. Not that every day has been a trench collapse. Some of them are just updates to previous stories and so on and so forth. So I went back and and I I I did this. So let me let me go through this here real quick. Uh, number one, June third, an article about the alarming number of trench fatalities comes out. I've got that article pulled up, and I'll go over that here in just a second. Uh, June tenth, a person falls into and becomes trapped in a twelve foot trench. It took an hour to get him out, and then rushed to the hospital from Denver, Colorado. June 11th in Leewood, Kansas, dirt next to a trench collapse next to a trench collapses onto the worker in the trench. It took hours to get the man out. Rescuers administered oxygen to him during the rescue. The victim was a 66-year-old man working with his 86-year-old father. June 18th, St. Paul, Minnesota, two workers killed. Collapse happened around 3 p.m. The first body was recovered around 9.30 p.m. and the second around 2.30 a.m. They were buried seven and a half feet deep. And note that said body recovered, not rescued. June 24th, Hamilton Township, New Jersey. 1.50 p.m. rescuers arrive on site. 3 p.m. the victim was removed from the trench. June 25th, Cleves, Ohio. A man dies in a trench collapse, 56-year-old man took four hours to recover the man's body, reportedly working on site alone. June 26th, Arlington, Texas, or I think it's Texas. Uh, the, the article only said Arlington and had a, you know, a background of what looked like a, uh, a skyline, but I couldn't find where it said actually Texas. So uh, 
I believe it's Texas, though, based on the skyline in the in the article. Uh, 3.30 p.m., a man is trapped up to his shoulders in a trench. It took firefighters about 75 minutes to free the man so he could be rushed to the ER. He is expected to be okay. June 29th, Jarrell, Texas. Two men digging a sewer trench when they are trapped 24 feet deep in a trench. The, can- the call came in at 8.30 a.m. After four hours of trying to reach the reach them the scene was switched to a recovery the recovery took 23 hours the first body was found at 4 10 a.m and recovered at 6 18 a.m the second body was recovered at 7 24 a.m now remember i said the call came in at 8 30 a.m the previous day june 30th Howell, new jersey worker trapped just before 4 p.m was trapped up to his shoulders he was safely dug out and taken to the hospital July 4th, Shoreline, Washington. And I don't know, you know, sometimes these articles don't come out on the exact day of the collapse. I don't know if this happened on the 30th or actually, or actually on the 4th or, you know, how in there that went. But anyway, July 4th, Shoreline, Washington. Two workers trapped in a trench collapse. Crews tried to get to the men but had to stop because the ground was so unstable. Call came in at 2 p.m. and the men were trapped in a 20 by 25 foot hole. The bodies were recovered the next day around 4 p.m. July 10th, Abelmere, North Carolina, anyway, North Carolina, it's a suburb of Charlotte. One worker died in a trench collapse. It happened around 8.30 a.m., and they recovered him later that day. So, I don't know if you guys picked up on those dates. June 10th, June 11th, June 18th, June 24th, June 25th, June 26th, June 29th, June 30th, July 4th, July 10th. That, that's what Eric Jagir is talking about. That's freaking crazy, guys. Uh, some of these areas are NUCA areas. Some of these are not. I, I wouldn't imagine that any of these people are NUCA members. But because we, ha- as a NUCA member, you have such incredible resources at your disposal to prevent something like this. Uh, or And to stop something like this should never happen. In, in each of these articles, you know, they were fairly limited on information. Uh, you know, but in each one of them, they had an OSHA inspector uh, out there quoted as quoting the standard talking about when you're supposed to have a trench box or a ditch box or a trench shield or, you know, whatever your your terminology, whatever you're used to calling it is. It doesn't really matter what's called. The point is you put it in there to, to protect your ass from getting caved in on. Uh, how this is continuing to happen is see such little, um, you know, attention is blowing my mind but that lack of attention is going to go away real quickly because the article i, I spoke about from sun news uh, uh came out or uh, published june 2nd um and then i saw the article on june 3rd which i, I said earlier construction workers are at risk of death or serious injury if they enter an unprotected trench and the walls collapse osha defines a trench as a narrow underground excavation that is deeper than it is wide and is no wider than 15 feet or four and a half meters hazards associated with trench work and excavation are well defined and preventable construction trenching fatalities are preventable the walls can collapse suddenly and without warning and workers do not have time to move out of the way even though small amounts of dirt may not seem treacherous, one cubic yard of dirt can weigh more than 3,000 pounds, about the weight of a, compactor, a compact car or more than a compact excavator, which can 
fatally crush and suffocate workers. Following a recent upward trend in the rate of trenching and excavation fatalities, this month OSHA promulgated these trade a trade release updating the National Emphasis Program on Preventing Trenching and Excavation Collapse. The publication indicates that the NEP will be making a concerted effort to ramp up education and enforcement regarding trenching and excavation safety. The leading cause of collapse for 2020 and in previous years has been inadequate cave-in protection, as as provided by shoring, sloping, and shielding. Of the 12 deadly collapses in 2020 that have resulted in violations, eight were credited for inadequate cave-in protection. Lauren Stewart, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Labor and Occupational Safety and Health, states in, states in the trade release that removing workers from and helping workers identify trenching hazards is critical. OSHA will concentrate the full force of enforcement and compliance assistance resources to help ensure that employees are addressing these serious hazards. The National National Utility Contract Association, in partnership with OSHA, is calling on employers involved in trench work to participate in the 7th Annual Trench Safety Stand-Down. Set to take place on June 20th to 24th, the stand-down is aimed at raising awareness of the dangers of trenching excavation, as well as promoting the use of protective systems as sloping, shoring, and shielding. OSHA standards or trenching and excavation are 1926.650 subpart P requires protective systems for use in trenches that are five feet deeper, five feet or deeper unless excavation occurs in stable rock. Well, now they're trying to trick you there. But anyway, so good, good article there from the Sun News, you know, referencing our trench safety stand down, everything we do to go into that. Um, Looking for the publishing date on this, June 2nd. So, you know, they were were trying to prepare everybody for when this was coming up. That Trench Safety Stand was coming up this month of June, and then boom, right in the middle of Trench Safety Stand Down, we just start getting freaking hammered with trench collapses from across the country. We have got to, as, as, as an association, as individual companies, as an industry, get this message out there better. This crap can't keep happening. You know, that's great and all. OSHA re-upping the NEP and, and, and stuff. and But it shouldn't come to that. You know, we, we as an industry should never be putting ourselves in a, in a position where we have to rely on the federal government to tell us we need to do better about not putting our people in danger. I'm I, I, I kind of speechless on this one, guys. Um, you know, when we have events like trench safety stand down or you know they have a great event down in texas where they do some trench training and and dozer days where they'll have safety stuff involved in that too or there's events all across the country and all across our regions where we can take advantage of these things and that's something that's coming to middle tennessee very soon um you know actually today in just a few minutes i'm going to be jumping on a planning call for our live trench training event that we're putting on um you know, we're, we're, we're copying what we've seen some other NUCA chapters do and trying to improve upon that and share our experiences with them so that everybody can get this information out and, and, and better their people. Um, you know, so the resources, the things you need to 
be able to attack this problem are available. You just have to take advantage of them. You know, one of the things you get, that I say a lot is, and then I'm quoted on Nuka's, uh, Nuka National's Facebook page is saying that you got to get involved to get the most out of your Nuka membership. Getting involved in the live trench training, getting involved in trench safety stand down, listening to this podcast and the toolbox talks and the, the things that are that are part of your membership are what can help save your employees from putting themselves in a position like this. You know, I don't think, okay, I won't say that this never happens because I'm sure that there are people that intentionally go, oh, the hell with it, I'm going to get this done real quick and knock it out. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of times when there are survivors of an incident like this, it's just complacency. They don't think about it. They're just doing their job. They jump in there to do what they got to do and don't stop to think, oh, damn, I need a trench box. Well, We've got to get it instilled in people that you have to take the time to look over what's happening, look over the situation, take a step back, look over the situation, and and do what you need to do to protect yourself. So, guys, be following Wendy and Natalie's updates, looking on the Facebook pages, looking on the websites for these great events that are coming up. Uh, I know I know East Tennessee and both Middle Tennessee did a great, you know, trench safety stand down program. And Middle Tennessee's got this live trench training event coming up that we're planning right now. Get involved. Get your people there. Take advantage of this. There's no damn reason that we should have trench collapses happening at all. Moreover, this many, right, like, just bam, just like that. I mean, that's that's 10 trench collapses in a matter of a month and a half, and the majority of them happening, you know, basically within a week of each other. That's just... That's that's nuts. Um, so, again, guys, search out Eric. Uh, you guys all probably partner with United Rentals. They do a lot of work with Eric. Uh, you can you can find him on LinkedIn, um, and the website I found him through was SafetyAwarenessSolutions.com. I can't quote that that's still the one to find him through, because um, that's been a few years since he spoke to Team Construction. But uh, look him up. Get to the live trench training. Participate in Trend Safety Stand Down. Take advantage of the toolbox talks, the podcasts, all the stuff that Nuka has out there to help educate and and spread the message for safety for our industry. We don't need to be relying on OSHA to tell us we need to do a better job. We, we should know better, and we need to teach our people better. So with that, guys, um, I know going on my soapbox there a little bit. I'm obviously very passionate about trench safety and safety in our industry, and and, and what I do, and I hope you, you guys have that same passion at your companies, and, and you know, I hope I don't see any NUCA member companies involved in any incidents like this, because I really believe that um, NUCA members know better and do better and would not intentionally put their people in this position. If they caught somebody not intentionally putting themselves in that position, they would deal with it. Um, that, that is my true belief. As you've heard Craig Ingram say on here before, there's contractors, then there's NUCA contractors. If you're a committed NUCA contractor, you're probably going a step above to make sure something like this doesn't happen. And so that, that I really appreciate that out of all of our members uh, from, you know, across the state of Tennessee to across the United States of America or, you know, wherever you find our members. So with that, guys, I'll wrap this one up. Uh, y'all stay safe out there and keep, keep digging Tennessee.